All right, guys, thank you for coming on board. We've got a special guest today. His name is Jeff Jowett. You guys will know him. I'll let him introduce himself because he's probably the best at that and he's done it so many times over the years. And um, it's just a pleasure to have him on Thinking Man Business Labs and our, and, and our podcast. So please welcome Jeff Jowett, the innovator and probably the self-starter of body body slimming in Australia back in the day. So please introduce yourself. Hello, Pete. Mate, thanks for having me on. Hello, everybody. Great to be here. Um, yeah, I'll give you the, I guess I'll give you the, uh, the super cliff notes, mate. Um, yeah. And then we can, then we can probe away and uh, perform the autopsy, if you will. And yeah, um, yeah so my cliff notes, uh, millionaire at 25, uh, broke at 30, living with dad. Uh, got back going again, $40 million a year business at 35 and not in the goals or vision board at that point, was bankrupt and AA at 40. So wow. it was uh, it was a roller coaster of the year, mate. The, uh, yeah, millionaire broke, $40 million a year empire, health products, beauty, weight loss. And then completely gone at 40. And that was the, uh, well, that was the rock bottom. Um, and that was when, um, yeah, that was when I really just decided that I had to do things differently. My way clearly didn't work. And then at 43, today, mate, genu- genuinely happy, content uh, with a full, a full life. And uh, not, not a full business, a full life and hobbies and, things outside of work and, and, and successful business now and sustainable business, but I'm not defined by the business. It's not all I am and all I want to be. So as a younger bloke, I was never happy. It was never enough, low self-esteem, insecurity. They were the things that got me out of inertia into momentum as a young bloke, made me push, push in business. But mate, it's all right for a while, but it's not a long-term mm. strategy. And, uh, you know, here we are today. Sure. Sure, that sounds. I mean, for for people, just so people know that, like you and I don't know each other that that well. So this is really like a fly on the wall conversation. You and I getting yeah. to know each other in front of the world and and and, and learning learning about it what what each other does. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a business coach. I help people, um, you know, come back from you know business success and all that sort of stuff. So I I, I do all that, but at the same time, I wanted to create a podcast where not not all the stories that you read isn't, isn't what they're cracked up to be. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. you, can, you can go and see somebody on television and behind those headlines, behind the suits, behind the Maserati, there's a whole bunch of yeah. shit, right? And uh, talk, a bit about, talk, talk a bit about that because maybe you hit around that for a while. Yeah, mate. Well, um, oh, absolutely I did. Uh, one of my sayings is um, no one's as good as they look, but we're all much better than we think. Yeah. So. We all, we look at success and people succeeding and we think they're amazing and wow. And I, you know, how did they do that? Look at them and I couldn't do that and look at me and it's all bullshit. It's not reality. Everybody has got insecurities, fears and doubts. Everybody's got blind spots. Everybody's got work on. Everybody's got skills and gifts. And the people who, uh, you know, really realize those abilities talents uh, are people who who learn to manage that and, and are very self-aware and I, I mean successful long-term at life I don't mean 
young rich list or BRW yeah. Fast 100, mate, because I tell you what, on the other side of those lists, there's a lot of train smashes, let me tell you. Yeah, Generally, sure. what goes up fast comes down even faster and, you know, I rest my case in me. Like, yeah. We, we did a lot of things very fast across, you know, I've, I've done it across a few industries. And I remember back in the day, people had messaged me, oh, mate, you're living the dream. Look at you now, the bang, bang, bang. And, and I, you know, I remember thinking, oh, not really. Oh, oh. And, but even if, even if I was successful commercially, I wasn't happy in myself. I wasn't at peace with myself or where I was. I call that the disease of more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, whatever you've got's not enough. Or the disease of when, like when I do this, it'll be good. When I, when I, and as soon as you do that, sure. you're on to the next thing. You have you have your dinner at Rockpool, yeah, <laughs> three hour celebration where you love life. Unless yeah. your mate rocks up with a better bottle of wine and a better table, then you're depressed <laughs> and you're like, fuck this is shit. <laughs> but you know, you have your three hours in the sun and you know, how good's this? You know, you swan around and oh, hello, waiter, I get me that one and yep. And, uh, the next day, mate, you, you're back to it. You wake up, you're like, we've got to go harder. We've got to go harder. And off you go again for three years, just killing yourself. And, you know, if if today is a means to an end, you're never going to be happy. And that was me for 20 years. Like, yeah, right. It was always a means to an end to get me somewhere else. Yeah, but wow. you can't go anywhere else other than where you are. Because, like, time is a bit of a construct. Yes, the sun rises and sets, but but we've only got where we are. So mm. if you hate where you are most of the time, that's shit. That was absolutely, me. Absolutely. And it was always about over the hill. It's going to be over the hill. It's going to be mint. Get over the hill and then you need another one and another one and another yeah. one. So there's a, there's a balance striving and being. You can't mm. just strive all the time. Yes. And that's, um, I, I guess that's one of the things that connects everybody and even though your story most people wouldn't have made 40 or 50 million dollars in their in their lives but at the the crux of it all you're just and 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 correct me if i'm wrong you're just a normal guy that that had a business that made some money but there's there's people out there in day to day that are trying to keep up with the joneses and and doing all that sort of stuff what sort of what sort of tips you have for those people that are trying to do that sort of mate good one uh pete i say um you know who who uh, who caused the stress, COVID or the Joneses? Mm. And I'll explain because um, really interesting. This time, the, the timing of this, well, everybody in the world is affected by COVID nineteen. Very, very, very few are infected by yeah. COVID nineteen. Yeah, we're all affected, right? But the reason where some people are drastically affected is because they've been keeping up with the Joneses. So, th- you know, they're spending, spending. Oh, Fred got an Audi. I need one. Sally got this. Boom, comparing, competing. Like, sure. if you don't have financial buffer in the good times, mate, how the fuck are you going to go good in the bad? If you've got, exactly. no, you got no meat in the sandwich when it's good, That's you're right. gone. And yeah. I, do a, I do a ton of stuff in real estate and everyone's rang, banging around with the hublots and panarays and whatnot. It's all great. But, um, mate, my iPhone tells me the time. Thank you very much. And, yeah. and I, having learnt, mate, I went from the, the 6 Series BMW to the Maserati, Ferrari, the, all the bells and whistles, nothing was enough. I'll get that, I'll get that, I'll get that. And now, mate, my car costs three grand, including GST, Hyundai <laughs> gets absolute weapon done. Mate, I'm going to drive it until the chassis snaps, mate. Oh, good on you. I don't give 
I don't well, give a rat's ass, mate. Like yeah. my because I've been there, and let me give you the red hot tip, as you might well know. Like when you hit the skids and you are dead set rock bottom fetal position, mate, you're there by yourself. Yeah, all so the, true. All, all the fair weather friends at Ivy Penthouse that you were splashing money on, all that, mate, they're not there. Funnily enough, they're they're gone. So surprising, mate, eh? Surprising, eh? Mate, but <laughs> but as I say, look, you attract what you are, and I was a massive tool, massive wanker massive ego, look at me. So I attracted that. It's a magnet. Sure. It, it was, it, it's always me. It's always you. Like we attract what we are. And, and that's a hard pill for some people because they can't really cut. But the only common denominator in my life is me. The only mm. common denominator in everybody's life is them. No one else. So they might blame the partner or this or that. But from day dot, the only person who's been there for all of it is you is me so we play a part in everything but most people me included for a long time i'd take the credit for the wins and i'd blame someone else for the blunders yeah. right so yeah. and, and and really what we do we take more credit than we deserve for the wins generally because it's a team effort 100 and, and we blame the other bloke when it goes south but we've been there for all of it and we contributed to both and it's not until you raise awareness and take ownership of all of it that yeah. you can actually have a platform to build a genuine platform like mm. that that goes five 10 20 years sustainable growth that compounds not this shit like me mate that is tiring like it's yeah. high anxiety high yeah. pressure no one cares anyway like no one cares what car you're driving much no one cares people no. think oh you know people care they don't care. They're thinking about themselves. Yeah, exactly right. And it's so, it's so true. So, so when you do go back to today days, and, 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 and if you don't want to go back to them, you don't, you don't have no, to. No, I'm mate. sweet, mate. Go yeah. for the gold. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you go back to the days where, you know, you were on every single TV station, um, spruiking your staff yeah. and doing what you need yes. to do, what are some of the learnings that people can take out? Even though you made some mistakes and you ended up, you know, doing what – some some Whatever. of the bad stuff yeah, in society yeah, that, yeah. That, that 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 you'll probably touch on later on. Um, sure. Um, what are the takeouts from a marketing perspective that you think some business people can learn from you? Oh, mate, heaps. Yeah, look, look. But the two businesses that I had the most success with founding, uh, Vision Personal Training and Body Trim, both of them were in a crisis. Right. So we started Vision Personal Training when we got booted from Healthland. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't let us keep growing. They wanted to go in house, so we had. We, they they said you can't take in any more staff. If a staff member leaves, you can't replace them. So I went, let's go, and mate, we went and opened our own. And uh, Wooshka. Now there's about sixty of them around Australia, New Zealand. My my partner in that Andrew's still the franchisor. I did the keynote for him in the Hunter Valley, and mate, great business, great bloke, great success. But we, mate, it, we were forced. We were pushed out. We didn't have a choice. Bang. So we took action. Body trim. We launched that. I launched that um, at the very start of the GFC. Mate, everyone's like, wow. oh, God, terrible time. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mate, it was the best time because yeah. Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig pulled all their ads. Yeah. So, mate, I was buying Distress Media, like 30 grand page in the Sun Herald for five grand. I bought Set Channel 7, 9, 10, Fox, Morning Show, Kerry yeah. Ann. Mate, 
I was like the biggest serial pest on television, <laughs> mate. I'm like, Do you want to lose? You know, what could be better than a free trial TV offer? This. Lose five kilos in seven days or it's free. Yeah. You know, mate, people were just like, mate, I was that much of a hemorrhoid, pain in the ass. <laughs> like people, um, I remember on YouTube, blokes were doing Jeff Jowd impersonations. And it, like, it was just, it was, yeah. But, but we got cut through because of the GFC. So right. this is what people need to understand with COVID. Like a lot of people who haven't been through something before, doom and gloom, under the doona, blah, blah. A lot of people are thinking, oh, it's just going good and now COVID. Well, that's one way to look at it or we go into solution mode. Because, see, like our, we can't be so linear with our strategy. We want to have goals, but we've got to be flexible. We've got to be fluid. We've got to flow. Now, some people might have had a, they might have had a detailed plan strategy for the year. Well, that's fine. That was great. Good on you. But then, you, you, mate, you get the rubber out and you tweak it a bit. Like that's, what, that's how you do success. You, you, it's not concrete. And it's our ability to be fluid. Fluid is, is the thing. We've got to flow with life, not force. And I used to force. And a lot of people, they, you, you, you know, work as hard. You just work your guts out and hardest in the room and all that stuff. But, mate, I didn't really – well. It, it, it's not sustainable. You want to enjoy your life, but you've also got to have enough space to be able to breathe and and see opportunities. Because if you're head down, bum up, you can't see what's going on. Like in a time of crisis, like with Vision or the GFC or COVID, there's opportunity everywhere because everything's disrupted. So sure. business changes faster. So when there's faster change, there's more opportunity for the people who are awake and their eyes are open. But if you've got your head down, you can't see what's going on. So Brilliant. my advice, yeah. So in this time, there's a lot of opportunity, but you, the problem was caused six, 12, 18 months ago, people living beyond their means. So you cannot be attached to anything. If you want to be powerful in business, you cannot be attached to anything. What I mean by that is if you can't pay the bills, big car, small car, big house, small house, done. It's, a, mm. it's your ability to act without emotion, without the story, the narrative, I work hard, I deserve this, get rid of it. You've yeah. got to be flexible and fluid to be able to do that fast because people will sit on a decision for three months, spin their wheels. The people who are the most impressive, they go boom, boom, problem, solution, go. Problem, solution, that's what it's all about. So you, you want to be flexible. You've got to be, you've got to be able to move quickly, not be attached to... I did this and I don't want to do that. No, 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 You got to do what you got to do. You do what needs to be done without the bullshit. That, and in a time like this, there's opportunity everywhere because of that. And I do a lot with real estate agents. That's mainly what I do now. And, yeah. you know, a lot of them were a bit rattled, but I said, guys, hang on a second, stop. Okay, so a bad real estate market for a vendor is very, very different to a bad market for an agent because... Mm -hmm. You guys get a, you facilitate the deal, you get a clip of the ticket. It's a different vendor now. There's an old world and a new world. So people selling six weeks ago, they'll be very hard to sell now because they're still in the old world with what it was worth. So I give them strategies on what to do there. I give them, a, you know, alternate choice, takeaway, close, why they do that, bang, posture, really important. But all of it, there's a whole new world of vendors that want to sell and that have to sell now. Entire injuries that, Entire industries have been shut down. People who've got a lot of equity in their primary place of residence, 
you know, they might very well may sell now. So there's a new wave of vendor. But if people are looking at the old vendors that they had, they missed the new ones and they got nothing. A lot of my clients had 10, 12 listings before COVID, then they had none. They're like, oh, it's back, like I'm back to day one. No, you're not. You've got a database. You've got a brand. You've got massive amount of knowledge. Go and do these things. And then a week later, they've got five listings again. New world. Old world, new world. It's, but you've got to be able to reset. It, people get stuck. They get stuck in it was like this. That, that, that doesn't serve you. And people have got to ask themselves, does this serve me? This thought, emotion, state I'm in, does it serve mm. me or is it holding me back? Sure. Sure. And how does, how, how does that um, work for you? So I've worked in the real estate industry myself where I've consulted to, to various yeah. real estate agents in, in the past. And obviously there's different types of real estate agents, some that really want to take on board what you've got and then some that are really stuck in the mud with their 20-year ideas of how things are yes. supposed to be done. And it's like, mate, you've never sold a house, so you're not going to be able to help me. So it's, it's yeah, quite, yeah. quite a different industry if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it is. Look, I guess for me, um, I just fell into it, Pete. Yeah. I, I did a bit of stuff with a bloke. I was good friends with John McGrath. He got me to speak at a few Kickstart events for his uh, Queensland, New South Wales, Melbourne, Victoria. Um, and it was just very organic. It wasn't a plan. Yeah. Um, but I, And then I started working with a few people, getting great results, getting more listings, get, you know, streamlining the business, the processes. And then, I, then the more I did it, the more I loved it because it's a beautifully simple business model. I, I like the simplicity of the model. Sure. And um, made it, I just, yeah, I just had a few wins. And, and uh, yeah, the people who come to me, they want to do it different. They, they think there's yeah. got to be a better way. So they're ready. They like, and there is a better way. Like cold calling people, that was good in 1980 when there was nothing else, but it's 2020. Like, so my, my methodology is very different. It's more sophisticated. It's, I call it permission to sell. So, uh, uh, you know, cold calling people and whatnot, you need to acquire permission as an authority advisor yeah. before you start banging on, hey, do you want a list? Like if people are calling people right now in today's market, that's offensive because it, it, you're preying on their bad position, on, on their, on, sure. on their stress and whatnot. Yeah, so, uh, mate, all of that's out the window. We do it totally different. I had a bloke. Two weeks ago, he texted the EA in the office and, and she showed me the message. She said, Jeff, literally everything I've been taught in 15 years is the exact exact opposite to what he taught me. And in eight days of working with me, he sold a joint for $4 million and 50. And wow. like, yeah. That's a great story. Like, like that, like that. And yeah, and, and it's, it's beautiful. It's incredibly rewarding. Like, I feel more successful now than when I had the flash cars because really? I'm contributing. Oh, heaps more. Heaps more, mate. Like, yes, because it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful because it's, it's, I get fulfillment. I love what, yeah. see, for me, and I, one of the principals I work with, he said one day, he said, mate, you couldn't do what you do today back then because back then I needed the limelight. Mate, I hate mm. the fucking limelight. I want to ride yeah. my horse, walk my dogs, play golf. People ask me at golf, what do you do? I say as little as possible. I don't give a rat's ass. Like, I had the big ego. I was a massive wanker, insecure. Mate, all I want to do is play golf, walk me dogs, work with my horse, repeat, yeah. and work with a few good people, pay the bills. That's it. And you just go again and again and again. There's no grandiose in a galactic IPO. 
yeah Mate, it's just I, I love my life and it, it's great like that so but i couldn't do what i do because i'm not out in front i'm just in the background doing what i'm doing i'm running a couple of businesses and and yeah. doing that for other people and it's beautiful but but it wouldn't have been enough back in the day i would have needed more status like i say service not status how can i serve not what can i get because everyone's focused on what they can get yeah it's sort of like me i've been coaching for 10 years and really been under the radar for a long time and yeah. now started doing uh, a youtube channel and started to sort of get out there just a little bit but it's that's not my primary focus my primary focus mm. is to get some of these stories out there so people can relate so the person that's been you know a homemaker for 20 years knows that she can start a business herself it doesn't mean that she can't start a business herself she's got skills she's got um obviously yeah. a body of work that she's done for for 20 years that she can help people with and now with the internet she can teach baking or teach teach a different a whole bunch of different things to people there's nothing li that limits us these days no there's not and i think it's really important you've got to be playful and childlike with your dreams because what we do is we, 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 you know, what, 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 if failure, if, you know, if, if success was guaranteed, well, what would you, what would you explore? That's step one. Just, yeah. just, if you could do anything, have it, write it down, come back and then we'll have a look at that. Because I teach people how to be resourceful and what the next step is. And, and then, and then who do you, let's have some conversations around that. Who do you know? Pick up the phone, have a chat to them. Like it's a, to get an idea off the ground, and I think this is what I, I somehow knew instinctively or intuitively, I just was very resourceful. So I would just talk to as many people as I could. Who can I talk to? Who can I? Boom, boom, boom. And you have like, it's 50 conversations and you're learning, learning, learning that person to that person to that person. Each time you're solidifying the idea and, oh, that won't work, this, this, this. But most people, they won't pick up, the, make the first call or have the yeah, first chat. Right. They're paralysed at the start. No, it's never about the first chat. It's about the 51st chat. Yeah. Like it's, it's that. People are doorways. They lead you to people. You keep chatting and chatting and learning. And, and then this embryonic idea takes shape. And that's what really entrepreneurship's all about, for want of a better term, because everyone's an entrepreneur yeah, these then. days, yeah. it, it turns <laughs> out, mate. But... Um, but that's really what it's about. It's more conversations, more people, more learning, failing forward. You know, plan A never works. It's normally about plan F. So you just keep going and pivot and change. Like you've got to be, again, entrepreneurship. That's what that's about. You, might, I've never seen a business fail on the business plan. It looks good on paper, yeah. but like then you then you go live and all sorts of stuff happens and. That's what it's all about. And when it does fail or when something does break, what do you do then? Mm, do you respond exactly right. or do you react? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's responding. It's staying calm. Okay, that's happened. That's interesting. What did I learn? Boom. What did I learn? Boom. Like these are the, the default positions, not holy shit, the world's ending. Boom. So you've learned obviously through some of your mistakes, obviously how you responded the right way and the wrong yeah. way, right? So you've you've done some things right and some things wrong, and yeah, yes, yes. If, if if you're giving people like five or ten tips of the right and the wrong way, what would you what would you sort of be saying to them right now? Sure, they're in COVID, they don't know what to do. They're starting to have a few drinks, obviously, because they don't know what to do. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a tough time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So 
for starters, I've been sober for three and a half years. It was the best thing I ever did, mate. It totally, totally, it saved my life, for starters. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. That and my little dogs. I've got my two little dogs and now nice. my horse. Uh, mate, without sobriety, I wouldn't have any of it. And well, I wouldn't have, you don't have the presence, the gratitude, the calm, the love, the connection, mm-hmm. you know, it just turns all that off. The, the Coke and the booze, you know, it's, it's, it's game over for me with all that. So um, for people, the answer is obviously not in a bottle, but that's the easy, because it's escaping numbing. It's a, I call them external feel goods, medicating an internal pain. You're escaping numbing. So, yeah. and I did it. Mate, I, I, if there was an Olympic Games for that, I got gold, silver, and bronze. Don't worry about that, folks. <laughs> I was across. I was across the dais, mate. The dais. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Whatever it's called. But, but for now, look, everyone's in this thing together. So what seems like catastrophic, everyone's in it together, and the, the government, everybody is. You know, there are initiatives for landlords and tenants and businesses and. The economy, like everybody can't just be out on the street. So what yeah. seems, it has changed and your financial position has changed. Now it's about accepting it and making good. I say making good of a bad situation. We've got to make good. We can't just keep talking about how bad it is. Sure. It only gets worse. Energetically, it can only get worse. You walk down the street in a good mood, you meet good, good happy people. In a shit mood, you meet dickheads. I don't understand that. They say, you know, you can analyse the roots or pick the fruits, Jim Rohn used to say, but that's how it works. So I just pick the fruits. So if your mental state, emotional state is shit, you're going to get worse before it gets better. You actually can't get better in a shit emotional state. It just can't. Like if you're shit today, tomorrow can't be good. It only just gets worse. So it's about when do I want to not be shit? I can turn it around now and just make peace with where I am or I can drag it out for another six months and get a whole heap worse. And when you look, it took me years to learn how to do that. But the struggle is the gift. Like all of the blessings I've got in my life today, I would not have without the struggle. I wouldn't yeah, have humility. Right. I wouldn't have gratitude. I wouldn't have love. I wouldn't have these great clients. I wouldn't have great opportunity. I wouldn't have any of it. Like even getting sober, I thought that was like a death sentence. What do you do now? But turns out there's heaps you can do when you're not on the piss. Like, <laughs> Who knew? There's a heap of stuff. But at the start, it's very scary, lonely, you're isolated. It's, but that's when you grow. You go to the gym, you lift weights, you grow when they're heavy, not light. So that's mm. like life. Like we grow when it's hard. So it's yeah. hard for a lot of people right now. The biggest thing out of this, regardless of the Joneses, you've got to have three months financial buffer. Mm. You've got to. That is rule number one people need to take out of this. Now, if that means you've got to get a smaller house, do it because you cannot think. You cannot be strategic if you are in overwhelmed panic, anxiety, fear every night at 3 a.m. staring at the roof. You Mm. can't do it. You're in fight or flight the whole time and the onboard computer's got a virus. The brain's not working. So you've got to have, yeah. With the money you were making, you should have had like a four-year buffer. (laughs) Mate. Let me give you the tip. I think I've got more dough in the bank in my own account now than I did back then. Because if you don't get on, if you don't get on top of this, mate, the more you make, the more you spend. I'll give you, yeah. as you know, like you yeah, just sure. you keep going f- further up the front of the plane, yeah. higher up the hotel, mate. Yeah. It just never ends, right? And, yeah, and it's right. easy to burn big coin, 
Like, I, 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 I had weekends where I'd spend like 60 grand in the weekend, mate. Like, it mad. Like, it just, it gets out. Yeah, yeah like crazy stuff, mate. Like, yeah. but it doesn't stop. And then, you know, you'll go to, you'll go to Mykonos or Ibiza and someone will drop 100,000 euros in a night. Like, it doesn't stop this rubbish. It madness. is complete insanity mad. It's madness. Yeah. And happiness does not live at the end of that. Yeah, no, no way, no way. And it's and it's one of those things that I think when people hear it from a person that's been been through it themselves and telling it in a no nonsense way, oh, yeah. like you are, because you've got nothing to hide by the sound of things. You're you're telling it as it is, mate. I went from running a you know a forty plus million dollar business to putting out the chairs in AA. There's not much to hide. Literally, yeah. roll call. <laughs> That was, I was a CEO of AA, for like, not even, I was just on my day, I put the chairs out, mate. That, yeah. was, my, that was my performance indicators, putting the yeah. chairs out and <laughs> taking roll call in fucking AA and NA, mate. Yeah. I was in all the A's, narcotics, all the A's. alcohol, fucking all of them. Yeah. So, there's, but that is the freedom and peace. Mm. It just complete just complete ownership and you make peace with yourself and the world and you come out the other end of it and it doesn't happen in a week. It doesn't happen yeah. in a month. And it's and gonna like be that, hard. Just like us, both of us as as coaches, I know for myself I get absolute satisfaction when my clients get the success that they need. There's there's nothing better yeah. than that. They you get the money and you get paid and you and, and you get what you need to get as a as a coach. Obviously we get paid well for what we do. But when you get that result from a client that you that you know has worked really hard, there's nothing mm. better than that. And I think you can, you you can yeah. you can talk about that, mate. It's it is, and that's why I absolutely love what I do, watching people develop and and being able to use my you know my twenty plus years of starting businesses and scaling them and and knowing like where the traps are. Mm. So from from recruitment to every facet of the you know the organization and scaling and what to do what not to do too fast too slow head count payroll percentage all the different variables that you just learn after 20 years sure. that no one knows early on so it's it's e i love being able to navigate mm. so that people can avoid the, the you know the, the blunders or a lot yeah. of the blunders yeah, yeah. That, that you just run into i just did run into all of them at pace and um now being able to help people and steer the ship and navigate it's incredibly rewarding and just watching them start to believe in themselves like you see the look in their eyes mate when they believe in themselves it's a beautiful thing like that's what i love that's the that's the the, the reward for me yeah and sure. that's why i enjoy it so much and and i didn't get that feeling from my own stuff like i do watching others helping others get it it's a lovely uh, it's a reward it's really interesting it's just like when you give a gift or you receive a gift it's almost the same sort of it's almost the same mm. sort of thing right um and exactly. it's interesting for you to say that so how many staff did you have at your at your peak do you think oh mate we had 130 yeah. plus at body trim i think yeah, yeah we had a decent head count there and a lot at vision and yeah, in the hundred, like a hundred plus. Yeah, sure. I've never had more than two hundred, but we've had a hundred plus, and yeah, and lots of different departments, and um, we had an office in London for body trim, and yeah, so all sorts of different things, and and the LA at one point we, we we were doing business over there, so again we went so fast, we went way too fast because we didn't have the the scaffolding around it, and we just sort of jumped on every opportunity, and it was a bit of a house of cards. We didn't have it 
solid enough. Next minute we're in LA and next minute we've got the UK office and mate, if you haven't got, if you haven't got, you talk because business scaling business is about transferring leadership. If you don't transfer leadership, there's no leverage and then you can't think and then you just snap and and it's very, it's impossible. Like you've got to have those different layers and levels of, of leadership management, a very solid management team in place. And that comes down to really the CEO or the leader being, being solid enough to be able to transport for that leadership and build others up and, and identify leadership in the business and who's the next and who can I bring up under me. And that's, that's a whole other thing. Like, Someone yeah. might be really good at something, but they've got no idea how to manage and lead. So they're, yeah. good at, they're a good technician, but they've got no clue over there. Like there's, there's that act to scaling it. You've got to understand all of that, not just be good at making the thing or, or doing the service. Yeah. So, and, that's, and I think that's the interesting thing. You've got to identify which talents work for which roles. But there's, there's the other aspect now where we've got this this COVID stuff going on and we know there are some people and I know we're running out of time, so I'm really sorry, mate. No, you're right. Um, That's all uh, right. A couple of minutes. We're good. Um, we know there are going to be some people that are really going to hit rock bottom over the next couple of months. There's no doubt about that. Mm. And I, I really feel bad for them because they're all trying to pivot. They're all trying to find yeah. what they can do. And for some people, there are options for some, there aren't whatever it is. Right. Um, but I've hit rock bottom in the past and I've given, I've given my view on it in, in the past and people know my, my view on when I've hit my rock bottom. But what was it like for your rock bottom and, and how did you actually get out of it? What was, what, was it years? Was it, was it? How, oh, how, mate, it was, it was probably a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pottering down to NAAA yeah. and just, uh, mate, you just got to slow down. Like yeah. my, my mistakes got worse because I was like, I've got to get back to where I was. So yeah. then you do, and you do that. You plant, don't play catch up. Like you ever watch the footy team play catch up footy? It's horrendous. Yeah, mate. They're throwing the speculator and yeah. it goes over <laughs> the sideline, and the chip yeah. and chase gets intercepted. Yeah. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't play catch up on the sports field or business and life. It's a train smash, and it's like yeah. you're going in slow motion, and like you got to just you got to just forget where you were, accept where you are and, and make decisions accordingly. Like trying to get back there, make more, do, 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 like, oh. So mine got worse because the, the next and the next, they're just reactive yeah. choices. They're sure. not planned, strategic, calculated, and you're jumping into things, yeah. mate. And then it is horrendous and you run out of runway and you're like, boom. I met. So, I read an awesome quote the other day that said, "When you're in your when you're in survival mode, you make stupid decisions. You've got to make sure that you get out of that survival mode stage and just get into the mindset of, okay, what am I actually yes, going to do? Yes, that's very yeah. true. The the survival mode is terrible. You cannot yeah. think. You cannot yeah. plan. You can't see. It's like a fog. Yeah. And you're like, and you're in fight or flight. So like you're jumping at everything and oop oh, oh. Ter- and that took me about a year or so to get out of, really. It took, yeah. the, the harder you get flogged, the longer it takes. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But also, if you define yourself by stuff, that yep. is such a dangerous thing because if you do go belly up, what the very thing you defined yourself by, you're now you're back, you're at naught. So you're going to be that depressed like I was because that was how, you know, my, feeling worthless is when you define yourself by your wealth. Yeah. But, 
that I don't define myself by that anymore. So it doesn't matter. I just do my yeah. thing, chip away, boom, boom, boom. That took time to, to yeah. just reprogram yeah. my, my worldview, my view on myself, oh. my values. And then life really can be like it. it I, I never thought it would be awesome. I, I never thought it would be. I thought, oh, well, I fucked it all up. That's the end of that. I had a good run. Now I'm just a bum. And, and like that's how low I And then fast forward a few years, mate, like it's magic. But it's not magic like I thought it would be. It's very different and thank God it is. So but we don't judge it too soon. Just because your plan didn't work doesn't mean there's not another plan. Yeah. Like it does, just because we've got a plan, well, we didn't invent the universe. Like, you know, my plan yeah. might not be the best one ever. Who knows? Like knows? I'm, I just, I'm happy to flow, happy to flow, not mm. compare, don't Ronya. care, not compare, don't, don't, not compare, don't care. Like that, that's, yeah. that's it. Couldn't <laughs> care, mate. I care more about mucking my horses stable out and getting a feed than, than what Fred's doing down the road. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way, mate. I'll leave you to it. Is there anything that you're doing in the next couple of months that you want our viewers to hear about? Any any events coming up? Any Anything you want to sort of um, give No, nah, mate, at the moment I'm just doing um, – I just do all my stuff on Zoom. Yeah. Um, if people, yeah, look, if people are interested, they can email me if they're inter- interested in some of that. But otherwise – Mate, I'm good. I'm just chipping away. I know you're on stage with with Glenn uh, in the next couple. In, in the next is that in the next couple of months? You're doing a Zoom with with Glenn, Glenn Twiddle. Oh, we did one last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do a bit. I do a jump on a bit with Twiddle. He's a champion. So, yeah, um, yeah mate. I just I just bounce around and do yeah. a bit with good people, and, good and that's you. it. All right, mate. Look, I really appreciate your time and your openness, and um, we'll catch up again one day. I'm sure once I'm up in Queensland. Absolutely, mate. All, right, all the best. All the best, See mate. You, Pete. Bye, Take mate. Champion. See, See you, mate. Bye. Bye.